Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. And this is the show about maximizing your health without dangerous drugs and surgery. I'm sitting here with my wife, Ashley. Good afternoon. And uh, this week we got another awesome topic for all of our all of our uh, health advocates and our nutrition people and people who are looking to change their health. If you are this year um, trying to make some big changes, sticking to your resolutions, then this is a great topic. If you're dealing with any inf- inflammatory process, so uh, diabetes, cancer, heart disease, you know, joint inflammation, anything inflammatory, you're going to want to listen this week because we're going to be talking about a, a topic that's just really critical for getting to the heart of where a lot of these um, – inflammatory conditions come from. So at any point in time, if you are interested in what you're learning and you want to partner with us in your health and have us be your doctor, give us a call at 513-777-7575. We keep five appointments open every single week, specifically for the people on the radio show. But as soon as they fill up, we may not be able to get you in um, immediately. Wow, there's a really cool bird out the window right now. (laughs) Um, But if you want to partner with us and you uh, you give us a, a call at that number, we can get you scheduled, get you in, and make sure that we start taking care of you with um, the same standards that we do with all of our patients who get such amazing results. The other way to get in contact with us is alignyourhealth.com. You can go on there. You can actually fill out our new patient paperwork and a new uh, patient request, and we will get back to you immediately, try to get you into one of those five spots as well. Um, and then the last thing is if you hear what you hear today, because today we're going to be talking about a topic that we've covered, you know, parts of it before sure. um, a little bit. If you want to go back and learn more on any of these topics, go to our podcast on Align Your Health. And you can also go to DrRyanLive.com and uh, we can you can find the podcast in both of those locations. So let's get started. Absolutely. This week we're talking about, you know, you take care of your car and we know one of the things you have to do to keep your car on the road, other than putting gasoline in it, making sure the brakes and tires are are taken care of, is the one thing that you have to do every 3,000 to 5,000 miles. Or 7,000 for some of us. Yeah. (laughs) And and unlike in a car where a synthetic uh, oil change will actually last you longer and and make your car run longer... a synthetic oil in your body will actually do the opposite. So what we're talking about this week is, is it's is it time really for an oil change? And yes. uh, do you know what oils should and should be going into your body? Oils are essentially what kind of molecule? They're a fat. They're fats. And so many of us think, well, I don't. Oh, we've been lied to. We have been lied to for a very long time that all fats are bad. Yeah, I don't want to eat fat because I don't want to get fat, right? Right. But the reality is, uh, Mark Hyman even wrote a book. You want to read some good stuff, read Mark Hyman's book, Eat Fat, Get Thin. Yep. Um, the whole ketogenic thing. There's a movie called The Magic Pill. Uh, all the science now, even Time Magazine issued an apology about an article they ran back in the uh, 70s and 80s talking about how fats were evil, saturated fat was evil, butter's evil. And they ran an apology saying, whoops. We're wrong. The sugar industry actually <laughs> duped us into uh, believing that. Right. And one of the best things you can possibly be eating are fats, but they have to be the right 
They right have time. to be the right fats. That's crucial. So today we are going to very carefully navigate you through the field of what fats are good, what fats are bad, how, why, why is that the case? Um, and then we're, we're going to walk through a lot of um, scenarios for how you cook with fats and how you eat them, how you sneak them into your everyday diet. So, you know, how is this relevant in chiropractic? Why is a chiropractor teaching people about why fat, why you should be eating certain fats and other fats? Well, because when we start taking care of people, when we start adjusting their spine, getting their joints moving properly, getting their nervous system healthy, one of the biggest things we notice is that people who are eating the right things tend to heal faster. Mm -hmm. People who are eating the wrong things tend to heal a lot slower or not at all. And people who are eating, especially the people who are decreasing the dietary sugar and eating good fats... Their joints function better. There's less inflammation. When we get people changing this and switching this one thing about, you know, just converting the fat sources they're eating and getting rid of inflammatory oils and moving towards anti-inflammatory oils, it's amazing how much faster they heal. And it's amazing when they are healing, when their spine's getting uh, more functional and their nervous system's healing, it's amazing how just getting them adjusted we start seeing so many huge issues go away that were health issues because they're putting the right stuff in their body that's allowing their body to heal better. It's very anti-inflammatory. So, That's the end game of all of this, right, is healing. We get adjusted so that we heal. We eat the correct food so that we can heal everything. Like That's the end game for everything. That's, that's the sum total of wellness, right? It's healing. Absolutely. I don't know if you guys know this. The number one disease killer in the United States is heart disease, which is partly, if not almost totally contributed to unhealthy oils. Um, we're hearing more about this, but hydrogenated oils and unnatural animal fats aid really in the development of heart disease. So healthy oils such as olive oil, coconut oil, grapeseed oil. So I'm giving you guys a little bit of the, the stuff we're going to be talking about. They're incredible, incredible alternatives that will not only help you avoid heart disease, but they'll really keep you healthy and thriving. You know, the big fear that we hear of so often when it comes to weight gain right. is that most of us think that all fat is bad. You know, oil's fat, right. and so many of us will avoid oils. However, while it's true that some of the fats and oils are very dangerous to our health, it's inaccurate really to lump all of them together. Not all fats are really bad. That Some of them are really actually extremely beneficial. Some are beneficial. Some we stay away from. And then how do we just go through and, and navigate that? So... um so let's let's talk about the healthy oils, right? Healthy oils are olive- these are these are ones to write down, by the way. Yep, yep. Write this down. Um, healthy oils are olive oil, they're avocado oil, they're raw walnut oil, coconut oil, hemp oil, flax oil, and grapeseed oil. Right. So all of those are awesome fats that you can have. If you if you didn't have a chance to write all those down and you're thinking, wait, say those again, give those to me one more time, go on your uh, podcast app on iTunes, go to Align Your Health, download this, hit re-listen rewind. to it. Yep, hit rewind, <laughs> listen to it. Um, and you can also go on Dr. Ryan Live, right, and grab that, um, grab that replay of the podcast. So um, those healthy fats, they provide your body with nutrients it needs to build cell membranes. That's how you absorb vitamins, right? It's a cushion to your vital organs and they protect you from extreme temperatures. They build hormones, they lower inflammation, and they make up 70% of your brain tissue. Yeah, that's so critical because most people don't realize that what they eat is affecting their cognition and their brain function. And, you know, here's the big thing is let's, let's just extrapolate this out for a minute. You know, if that's true, 70% of your brain tissue is uh, made up of good fats, 
then the biggest issue is, you know, like say Alzheimer's disease, dementia, take this out years later, that what you're doing right now, the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years, you're either building a Alzheimer's and dementia friendly brain or you're building a healthy, functioning, healing-friendly brain. And so that's that's the big key, and that's the, the whole point of doing this today is to teach you guys that some of the things we're eating, the biggest dangerous places we got to watch out for are, you know, particularly eating out. Like, that's huge. Packaged foods, processed foods, like things that most of us already know we do too much of. Right. But I don't think that most people understand really the dangers that are lurking around the corner if we continue doing that. We think like, oh, yeah, I know – I know I shouldn't do that or I shouldn't do too much of it or I know it's not good for me, but, you know, we don't really we don't really think about like think about having Alzheimer's disease one day. Right. And like if you can change that now, what are the things you want to be avoiding? So give us a call. Five one three seven 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 five seven five at Align Your Health. We will help you out, help you sort through this and, and help you get healthy. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55 KRC Detox Station. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Ryan Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. We're starting off today talking about fats, oils specifically, and giving your body the oil change that it needs because some of us have been driving around putting, uh, imagine, imagine needing an oil change, you know, lubricating all the, uh, all the parts of your car, keeping the engine healthy, and then you drain the oil, you get it all out, and then you put in used oil that's already been used for 30, 40, 50,000 miles. <laughs> and uh, then doing that again and again. That's kind of what we're doing when we're eating unhealthy fats is we're literally putting stuff that is actually destructive to our body, to our tissues, to our joints, to our organs, rather than putting in the stuff that's actually healthy, lubricative to our joints, healing to our organs. So Absolutely. There, yeah, Listen, I mean, we, it would be like putting the wrong, like, I don't know, instead of putting an oil into your car, like dumping acid into the, um, <laughs> absolutely into or the engine, right. Or a completely ineffective oil. Listen, we are, uh, we're really fun to go out to eat with, but I'm going to tell you right now that we have frequently asked places what they cook with. Yeah. What oils do you guys cook with? What are you, what do you cook that in? Do you cook that in butter? Do you cook it in olive oil? Is it cooked in? You know, so so you know, we're going to get into this right now. But one of the one of the stories, right? Remember right. This one. This was a, a, a restaurant to be unnamed at the moment. <laughs> I think I talked about it in another episode. Sure. So if you go back on iTunes and the podcast app, search "Align Your Health." Go back and listen to our uh, episode on fats. I think I dropped the bomb there. But there was a restaurant that I had a, a patient that worked at, and she's like, "I'm surprised you'll eat there." And I hear I was eating fish and vegetables, and I'm like, "What do you mean?" She goes, oh, we uh, we cook all of our fish and all of our vegetables in something called phase. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. But it is a nasty synthetic, um, you know, commodity uh, oil that is like literally a molecule or two away from plastic. It's super toxic. They use it at this pretty relatively moderate to high end restaurant. Right, right. And what they do is they put some asparagus into a Ziploc bag, basically squirt some phase in it. Throw it in the microwave for one minute, and that's your amazing asparagus that tastes so good when it comes out. Right. So if we go to a restaurant and we get asparagus on our plate and it looks just too perfect, like I don't, I don't, I can't imagine where this was cooked, you know? Like I don't see any grill marks. How do they I do don't it see this anything. good? Right. How do they do it so that every single asparagus is perfect and it feel like, you know, it feels like it's cooked, but I don't understand how they cooked it because I've cooked, you know, we've cooked asparagus before. I know what it looks like. I might not do it perfect every time, but I know what it looks like. And so if 
I don't have a good idea, we literally will ask. I mean, we'll ask our waitress. And listen, I'm going to say I'm going to say this right now. This totally made me think of this is that we had a waitress who we encountered probably seven or eight years after we ate at a restaurant. Yeah, true. Right. That she was our waitress and she came to our table and she was, um, it, it was something about the salmon, like a salmon salad. And we said, Hey, is your salmon farm raised or is it, you know, is it wild caught? And she, she literally, I don't, I don't even understand what you're asking me. Let, let me go ask. She comes back and you know, if somebody says that to you, I guarantee you there's salmon's probably farm raised. Like, you know, unless it's a value of yours, you're not seeking out wild caught salmon. Right. And so she comes back to the table. She's like, I did ask, you know, and, um, and we do, it is farm raised salmon, but it opened up Pandora's box for her. And eight years later, she said that question literally, Yeah, she now worked at a health food store. She now works at a health food store. And she said Changed that question life. spurred more questions for me and it just got me thinking and it got me asking and it got me engaged in the process of, of what my own health means and what it is and so you know sometimes it might be as little as what are the fats I mean maybe this is the engagement piece for you that you're looking at it and you're thinking I haven't you know I, I, I put all these bad oils in my body these and we're going to go through um, right now we're going to go talk about what the dangerous oils are so I'm loading my body with these dangerous oils why does it matter yeah, because the danger cells are really those that have become altered in the process of really extracting them from their sources. And, and what do we mean by altered? They've been altered to the point so that they cannot be assimilated in the body. Your body cannot use them, period. During the manufacturing, you know, in the case of hydrogenated oils, they really have no place in your diet because your body, your body doesn't understand how to metabolize these fats. They naturally really contribute to weight gain because of that, because they, they literally cling on to cell membranes and they don't allow for detoxification. They literally uh, attribute, they're attributed to uh, clogging up in your arterial walls, causing inflammation, damage, heart attack, stroke. And so your, your big ones, the ones you want to avoid, the major ones, are your hydrogenated oils. Yeah. Hydrogenated and partially hydrogenated. Those are fancy names for trans fats. And then you want to avoid you know, vegetable oil, specifically the, the real evil one that we um, can't stand is canola oil. Oof. Uh, canola oil is funny because it's not, there's no canola tree. There's, yeah, there's what is a, a canola plant? There's not a canola plant. Right. Canola, it's like, what, what is a canola? Yeah. Uh, it's a, it stands for Canadian oil low acid. Huh. It's, a, it's a defined from a brand name um, and where it comes from. And so Canadian oil low acid. Uh, it's made from the rape seed. So none of these vegetable oils are actually made from vegetables. Soybean oil is made from a legume. Uh, canola oil from a late rape seed. You know, you got peanut oils from a legume. And then um, what's the other big one is vegetable oil is mainly made from corn, basically. So, Which corn your, isn't a vegetable, right? No, it's a grain. It's a grain. So vegetable oil isn't, it's not made from No vegetable oil is made from vegetable. Right. Hydrogenated oils, the world's really waking up to the realization that altering foods is really harmful to consumers. You know, consumers are waking up to this. Companies, they're looking for cheap production, right? Right, right. So what happens is hydrogen is forced into otherwise non-hydrogenated oils, causing these fats to become more stable at room temperature. That way it can extend the shelf life of things like candy bars and packaged foods. I mean, think about it. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know that they actually make Twinkies anymore. I think it was like one batch made back in the <laughs> 60s or something, and now they just sit on shelves everywhere. No, there's just Twinkies. It's like a, a big still... Twinkie centralized <laughs> warehouse where they're just 
old batches going out. That's fantastic. However, this process, really what it does is it changes the composition of fats from a state that can be recognized by our body to one that's not recognized. Our body doesn't even know how to deal with it because it's nothing organic or natural. Our body knows how to work with nature. It doesn't know how to work with all these man-made chemicals and processes. They really have deadly consequences. So really, you want to never purchase any product that reads hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated. Literally, go through your food, go through your pantries, go through your snacks that you eat on a daily basis. And if it says hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated, it is literally killing you now. you got to throw it out. So really, be beware of any of the labels that read things like trans fat free. One of the reasons is because if you flip it over and you see hydrogenated oils listed there, or you see canola oil listed, it's not trans fat free, but the manufacturers have modified the serving sizes so that's under a half a gram and they don't have to say it has any in it, but they yes. might say that package might have five servings in it Yes, at just under a half a gram, which means there's two and a half grams of trans fats in there, but on the outside of the package, it says zero trans fats. Yes. Okay. So this is huge. And listen, we'll give you a little preview into the coming attractions up our sleeve. We have an entire label reading um, piece for you guys. And we're going to be coming out with that. We've had a lot of, a lot of um, listeners ask for that, you know, walk me through how we read some of these labels and how we decipher things. Um, but this is a kind of a sneak peek, right? Of a, This is a preview of the coming attractions that, that you can see on the outside of a package that it says trans fat free on it. And it is, it's a lie. It's a lie. There are trans fat inside of this product, but because there's, you know, the amount they've whittled the serving sizes down um, and they've done the math on how to figure out, you know, how to get this label approved to say trans fat free on it, you can still be consuming trans fats in something that says trans fat free on it. And so it's so important that we know what we're looking for on labels. Absolutely. Let's go back to vegetable oil for a minute. I mean, vegetable oil is, is you know, this is one of the evils. It's processed by chemical extraction. And, w- and what that means is they're literally using solvent extracts to, to pull out this oil. So they're using these solvents, chemicals. They produce quick, cheap, high yields of oil in the foods, but there's this chemical part of the process throughout this whole thing. So they primarily, um, you know, are using... Uh, add, are you, they're using these in food to add texture and add flavor to foods um, to, to make them taste better because in most cases they're trying to reduce the sugar, right? Because everyone's right. Aware, aware of sugar and especially like in diabetic situations, like, oh, this has, you know, zero grams or one gram of sugar. Right, well, they're right. using all these vegetable oils to try to add to the flavor, enhance the flavor. Vegetable oils are found in nearly every packaged food, every salad dressing in the grocery store. They literally include, so your vegetable oils are soybean oil, name these a second ago, corn oil, cottonseed oil, canola oil, which is rapeseed oil, and others that are simply labeled as vegetable oil. Sometimes they're not actually even derived from any plant. They're completely synthetic, but they're able to somehow still label these vegetable oil. You know, vegetables themselves aren't really unhealthy. Right, right. But the oils that they're extracting, you know, the sources they're extracting these from, not only are they not vegetables, but they have a very, very, very unbalanced ratio of omega-6 to 3 fatty acids. Um, that's important because when that balance gets out of control, sure. it creates more inflammation. So, you know, coming up, we'll talk more about that. Let's talk, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the balance of omega-6s and omega-3s, and then we'll go through, you know, some of the dangerous ones and, and why to avoid them. But, uh, you know, again, if, if this is something that you're hearing for the first time, if you're wanting help with this, check us out on our website. It's AlignHealthCenter.com. 
You can read great articles, great recipes. You know, uh, there's a great blog there. Our, our supplement product lines listed there. But you can also reach out if you want to check us out and, and come and see us as a doctor. You can check us out by going to AlignHealthCenter.com and finding our patient resources tab and, and making sure that you get scheduled in our office and request an appointment. You can also call us at 777 777- 7575. That's 513-777-7575. And if this is something you're hearing for the first time, you want to listen to more of what we have to say, check out our podcast on Align Health Center, or sorry, on uh, DrRyanLive.com or uh, Align Your Health on iTunes. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. I feel glorious, glorious. Hey, everybody, you're listening to Dr. Ryan Berlin and Ashley Berlin. We are on Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station, the show about maximizing your health without drugs and surgery. Today, we're talking about what are we putting in our mouth that is creating disease in our body, specifically when it comes to fats and oils. So we're talking about giving our bodies an oil change, putting in the oils. We're going to go over, coming up, we're going to be going over what oils are the right ones? We're going to, Ashley and I are going to talk a little bit about how we do this, how we actually get these oils in our diets properly. Right. But, um, but let's just go through our two least favorite oils. Let's go uh, over what they are. Our two least favorite fat-related oil-based products. Right. The two worst are canola, canola oil and margarine. Those are the two worst oils that you can have. And listen, I remember growing up the back and forth between my parents and my grandparents. And then as we got older of them ushering in margarine and saying, this is what this is what everybody has to eat. No more butter. And then I remember butter making a comeback and everyone saying, no, butter, butter, your to- you know, butter things, put, use butter. And then I remember margarine making another push coming back in. And, and there was just all this back and forth between butter or margarine. And at the end of the day, um, butter is it. And margarine is absolutely one of the worst things that you can use. Um, We dressed canola oil briefly. I love that explanation. I remember the first time I ever heard you, um, Ryan, say that canola, like there is no canola plant. Canola is actually an acronym. And it was really interesting to to me to realize like, oh my gosh, I thought that, you know, I just had this utmost faith in the food industry that no one would ever put in front of me or put into a product, something that was potentially really harmful. And that, you know, I had this idea in my head that, you know, uh, everybody knew the long-term effects of everything, you know, that they were doing to people. And so the truth of the matter is that um, whether I developed that belief on my own or I was just simply lied to by, you know, the society that we live in, the fact is, is that there isn't, like, there there aren't, I think we're all well-intentioned people, but I don't think that um, people realize exactly what they're doing to people when they put these kind of ingredients in there. But- and yeah, go ahead. And now we're we're now we're seeing the long term effects of that. By right? by by uh, education, you know, your degree is in communications, but really you called it marketing light. Uh, but your degree was in marketing, right, right? Right. And you tell our kids all the time that marketing is nothing more than tricks. They're just people playing tricks on you. Tricks. Just, I tell my kids all the time. I say, anytime you see a commercial that's somebody just playing a trick on you, they're trying to trick you into buying their product. And are you going to get tricked or not? And, um, you know, nobody likes being fooled. Nobody likes to feel like that. And even at a young age, inherently, no, like truly, nobody likes to feel like that. So even my kids, they see a toy, you know, flashing around on a commercial. And we don't see a lot of commercials um, because, A, we don't watch a lot of TV. And when we do, you know, we don't we don't watch TV with commercials a lot of times. But in the chance that they do see it, um, they are all always like mom i they're feel like weary I'm, of the trick. they're always weary of the trick so they're like i feel like i'm kind of getting tricked i really want to buy that so if you've been tricked on canola oil just understand that you can search the planet by by and far and, and go to the ends of the earth and you'll never find a wild canola plant 
Right. It's a genetic manipulation of rapeseed oil. It actually used to be called Lear oil, L-E-A-R, Lear oil, um, standing for low uh, uric acid rapeseed oil. The name was changed more consumer-friendly canola oil um, several decades ago. Um, but that, that canola oil name literally translates from Canadian oil, low acid. And, uh, this is like a really toxic oil. It is, uh, very inflammatory in our bodies. It creates a lot of cellular damage with cell membranes. It's just an extremely, extremely, extremely dangerous oil. Margarine, you mentioned, you know, it's made from trans fats and from vegetable oils. It falls in the category of damaged fats that should really be avoided. Um, alternatively, like you said, butter because of, um, uh, just the the better types of acids that are in the butter, they're more uh, healthy for our blood vessels and really um, calming down inflammation. So and butter is king over margarine and olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil. Those are the ones to be using instead of canola oil. You know, I think it was really interesting. Um, we did go out to eat. We talked about on the show last week how it was my birthday and we did go out to eat for it. And um, we went to an interesting little place. It was beautiful. It was called Please. It was down in over the Rhine. And um, we absolutely loved it. And the cool thing, the first um, course or serving that we had when we sat down, it was before the first course. It was kind of like the pre um, thing that they set on the table was a small bowl of brome broth a little thing of cultured butter and some homemade sourdough bread. Which... By cultured butter, they mean cultured, similar to the way uh, yogurt is, that there's actually bacteria used in the process to um, culture that butter. So sourdough bread is is basically a cultured form of bread. Exactly. Um, cultured butter. And then on top of that, bone broth, which if we're talking about good fats, go back and listen to our other episode. Um, go search Align your health on iTunes, listen to our other episode on fats, and you'll hear why bone broth is so amazing. And, you know, the interesting thing about that is that chef knew exactly what he was doing when he put that as Oh, yeah, a- they don't use... I mean, you go to a high-end tasting restaurant or anybody who has a Michelin star or anything, they're not using margarine. They know. I mean, it's literally junk ingredients. Right, and the only right. The only places it's actually even being utilized at all is, number one, in grocery store packaged products, or number two, at any commodity-based consume, you know, uh, uh, marketing-driven chain restaurant right, that is right. basically trying to buy the cheapest crap they can and sell it for, you know, trying to compete <laughs> exactly. with people who are serving real food. So, exactly. you know, how about cooking with oils? I think that's a question we get a lot is like, what oils do we use for certain things? So let's break this down to high heat, medium heat, baking. Um, those are kind of the, the categories. So high heat, yeah, high heat is avocado oil. Um, I mean, that's that's going to be your best. Uh, I I just I I'm I'm telling you this right now, just from from what I know. Um, avocado oil is your best uh, cooking oil for high heat. Um, now we also I know that you can get a little dicey. Some people have said coconut oil in the past you can use with high heat. It does. Uh, turn rancid at a certain elevation. So you can't cook that high with coconut oil, but you can cook a little bit lower with it. Um, Also, uh, we have eaten and, and, you know, we talk about the spicy olive. Um, it's an olive oil store. We have one up in Westchester. There's one down in Hyde Park. It's a wonderful store. We love them so much. They deal in a category of olive oil that's considered a super premium olive oil where some olive oils you can't cook above about 120 degrees when you're dealing with these super premium olive oils that have higher polyphenol counts and, and higher free fatty acids. 
you can literally be cooking above three, four hundred degrees with some of these oils. That and remember, denaturation we... uh, temperature, the smoke point, they call it. Yeah, the smoke um, point. If, if you're seeing an oil smoke, if it's actually putting off smoke, uh, that means that it's already turning. Even if it's a healthy oil, the heat that you're using on it is already turning that oil into a trans fat. And remember what we talked about in the first segment, that 70% of your brain tissue is made up of these oils that you are ingesting. So it, this is why it's critical. I mean, it might sound convoluted. It might sound like, why do you care about, you know, uh, congelated lilinic acid and, and all of these? Like, why do you care about a smoke point? Why do you care if an oil goes rancid? Why is it important to me? It's important because this is what you're made up of and what you're eating when you're 35 years old. What you're eating when you're 40 years old, what you're eating when you're 55 years old is what you're going to be, the cards you're going to be dealt with when you're 85 and when you're 90. Um, and so that's why it's important to take care of your body and take care of the systems you have so you don't end up with some of the degenerative brain diseases. Listen, in my family, um, a lot of uh, brain issues run rampant. Um, a lot, you know, on my dad's side um, of the family, everyone ran into these dementia and Alzheimer's. And so when when I find things that are going to protect and save my brain and, and I I need to like I need to be proactive about that, right? So it, oils are extremely important to me. Absolutely. So you know, heating them up and them turning rancid, you don't want to be working against your goal of what you're using the oil for. Uh, medium heat. So uh, a lot of people say coconut oil for high heat, but you're saying coconut oil is more of a medium heat oil. I think that yeah, I think that what we've learned recently is that coconut oil is more of a medium heat oil. We're talking about just sautéing foods. Um, we use sesame oil. We use olive, olive oil, oil grapeseed oil. oil. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Butter, clarified butter. Um, ghee. Ghee. Yep. Ghee is the other name for clarified butter. Yep. That's, so so butter itself, once it browns, that's another good point. If you're cooking at medium heat, you're going to uh, fry some eggs or something. Right. Keep the heat low in the pan when you're melting that butter. Keep it low. In fact, keep it low the whole time you're frying the egg is one of the best things. Right. We, sometimes we crank it up way too high because if that butter browns, it's actually turning into a rancid trans fat. Yeah. So you don't want to brown butter. Yep. And, I, and we've all done it before, right, where we've left it in the pan too long. We see it brown a little bit. Just dump it out. Dump it out. Start over. Um, don't, don't eat the, brown, the browned butter. So uh, the last one that we're just going to go over is baking. With baking, you you essentially want to use those same ones, butter, coconut oil. Those temperatures should not exceed 325 if you're using those or else use one of those more stable oils. Coming up, we're going to talk about healthy oil supplementation and how to make sure you're getting the right oils in your diet outside of cooking. So you're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC Detox Station. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Ryan and Ashley Berlin. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC, the talk station. We're talking oil change, meaning swapping out the bad oils in your diet for the good ones. Where are the bad ones found? Fast food. Fast food, packaged food, um, anything that says uh, hydrogenated, anything that um, if you can't pronounce it, it's probably a bad oil. That's a good rule of thumb to stick through. Um, you know, it's kind of hard when you're, in a, when you're in a grocery store, when you're walking around and you're thinking, uh, can I, like you're reading a package and you're thinking, which one is this? Is this a good one or is it a bad one? General rule of thumb, if you can't pronounce it, it's not good. Um, quick, quick recap. Yep. Uh, Cold room temperatures, low heat, our best oils are flax and olive oil, right? Yep. Baking. Baking. Temperatures around 325 or so. Yep, yep. Butter, coconut oil, um, olive oil. Okay. Medium heat. Sautéing foods, sesame oil, olive oil, grapeseed oil, coconut oil, butter, clarified butter. Um, Also, uh, yeah, coconut oil. We've already said that. So, yep, those are all great. High heat. 
high heat um, olive oil or uh, sorry. Um, the, yes, the high heat olive oils, the things that we get from spicy olive. That's not all olive oils on the market. Those are just those are specific olive oils that you can hit uh, high heat. You can rise to those heats. And then also avocado oil is a great oil that you can that has a very high um, uh, burning point. And the whole point is we're trying not to damage the oils that we're trying to use them you know, in cooking, but, but making sure we're using the right oil for the right temperature. So we're not damaging the oils. You know, this is something that used to be common knowledge back when, uh, you know, grandmothers would pass knowledge on to mothers to, you know, their daughters and so forth when we cooking. And now that we're in this day and age where nobody cooks anymore, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't really understand which ones we use at what times. And then, right, right. um, so that's huge. The other thing I want to talk about is, um, getting, getting, so Mark Hyman, the 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 uh, the whole ketogenesis. People are eating more fat. Understanding yep. that if you want to be healthy, if you want to have a healthy brain, healthy nervous system, healthy body, health, healthy cell membranes, anti cancer, anti heart disease, anti diabetic diets, you want to be eating more like that ketogenic type lifestyle where you're eating um, your calories. When you look at a plate. The massive, you know, amount of your plate isn't going to be loaded with fat. That's not how this works. No. Fat's very calorically dense. So even if you're eating 40, 50, 60% of your caloric intake in fat, that's actually not as much fat as you think it is. You know, it's an avocado or so a day. It's using butter. It's using olive oil. It's switching your salad dressings over and making sure that they're loaded with olive oil or flaxseed oil. It's making sure that when you cook your vegetables or even after you cook them, adding a little bit of olive oil on top of your vegetables, just getting good fats in with every single meal. Um, But really your plate, if you look at your plate, it should be mostly vegetables and and a little bit of fruit. And uh, and then, you know, four to maybe eight ounces tops of protein, Mm -hmm. six ounces on average. And then your uh, your oils are things that you're adding in. You're adding on top. You're adding olive oil. You're cooking with olive oil. You're using it in dressings. You're using it in sauces. You're adding flax oil to your food. You're cooking with coconut oil. You know, it, it, that was a new concept to me um, where the first time I ever saw you eat a you, – you were eating a steak and you took the olive oil and you just drizzled it over your steak. So and I, good. And I thought, well, what the heck's he doing over there? Um, but the interesting thing is is that that was, for you, a way to get in um, extra, your healthy fats. Yeah, extra healthy fats. Right. Because there's several ways you can do it. One is like that. Right. And, I, and I, I added onto my vegetables. Yep. You added onto your vegetables. You added onto your steak. And it's kind of like the Mediterranean diet. You yep. know, when people have gone over to Italy and they've said there's literal bottles of olive oil on the table at a restaurant that we eat at, and you are supposed to just pour that over your food, um, people have raved about the Mediterranean diet. And I think it's a lovely diet. Um, Scarpetta. Yeah, exactly. You, you sop it up. Um, you, you get <laughs> that, that term olive we learned oil. from an Italian friend. Right. That right. Um, bread is simply something to catch your olive oil in. Exactly. So they would take olive oil they'd take you know spices and maybe a little bit of parmesan cheese or something like that garlic minced garlic whatever put right. it in like a little dish and then they didn't they didn't eat bread for eating bread sick they were using the bread to soak up all these good fats what's interesting is when you do that it actually to some degree nullifies some of the negative effects of the grain that you're eating now you don't right. you can't right. you know take a loaf of bread and get away with that <laughs> right right but you can do it you know have a slice of bread and and that slice of bread the carbohydrate isn't going to affect you as much because of the offset of all the good fats that you're eating right all right so here's the thing is if you're not getting good fats in your diet you know that and you're trying to make the switch one of the things that's really critical is that you're supplementing with good omega-3 fatty acids absolutely so you know those should come from uh, ours our product comes from um you know 
fish oil. Right. Um, it's a combination. So we use fish oil, um, typically from mackerel and, and anchovies and smaller, you know, wild caught fish. Yep. Should be wild caught. If you don't know that, then don't use the fish oil right. you're using. It has to be from wild caught fish. The ratio should be one to one. If you don't know how to n- know that, um, you start to do some research or, or give us a call and we'll help you out with that. Um, the other thing is, you know, I like using ones that are mixtures of plant and fish-based oil. So fish oil with something like flaxseed oil, evening primrose oil, yep. barrage oil, um, mixing up a plant-based and a um, uh, 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 fish-based, you know, version of those oils. Right. So the average American, I would not even average, 80, probably 90% of Americans are deficient in good omega-3 fatty acids. Yep. And so one, one thing, there's two supplements I can guarantee everyone right now, probably about three or four more, but two that I, I, I tell all my patients they should be on. One is a good omega-3 fatty acid. Absolutely. Usually about 3,000 uh, milligrams up to maybe 5,000 milligrams is a good place to start. Uh, if you have some serious stuff going on, maybe more than that. The other supplement is vitamin D. Yes. And uh, when we talked about immune system on one of our earlier podcasts, which you can find by going to iTunes and searching Align Your Health, you, uh, you'll you understand that m- the vast majority of Americans are grossly deficient in vitamin D, and that's right. your immune hormone. Uh, vitamin D, I mean, cold and flu season, it beats the flu shot every time. Every All time. the research has shown that. If you every get time. your vitamin D levels high enough. But I want to talk a minute about... You know, you're eating these fats, you're trying to make the change, and and the reality is, remember we talked about there's one system in the body that these fats benefit outside of cell membranes, right? They keep cells healthy, they keep your cardiovascular system healthy, but one of the systems that is mostly made out of fat, in fact, the one system in your body that is mostly comprised of fat is your nervous system. Yes. And so when people have been eating, so all the people that I would telling you like, oh, fat's bad. You have to eat margarine, blah, 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 back in the day. Right. You know, the <laughs> like grandmas and grandpas <laughs> who were duped into this because it was the sugar industry um, convincing them of this because they wanted everyone consuming sugar and blaming, you know, the obesity epidemic on fat. So they were all eating margarine and all this. Now, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude or, or insensitive, but look at our nursing homes. Right. Now they're all decrepit. Now they're you know they're just tons of cancer, tons of heart disease. But the most concerning thing for me is I see all of the, you know, all the dementia, all the Alzheimer's, and your nervous system is mostly fat. So, Absolutely. you know, there's a couple there's a couple things that we do in our lifestyle. I mean, drinking water, adequate amounts of water, yes. consuming omega three fatty acids, taking our vitamin D, getting exercise. But really, the biggest thing. For us, you know, in terms of keeping our body healthy is keeping our nervous system healthy. Absolutely. That chiropractic is all about keeping the system that controls everything in your body healthy. So how do you do that? Well, the first way you do that is by making sure that your spine is healthy because your spine surrounds and protects your nervous system. We don't adjust patients so that one day they, you know, pass away or die at 80 years old having had less back pain in their life or less headaches in their life. The reason you get adjusted, the reason that we adjust the segments of the spine, the reason we correct subluxations and, you know, people come in, doc, you know, came in for my my pop, my, my, you know, pop my back or crack this. The reason we crack or pop a spine, right? The reason we're adjusting someone is to remove tension and pressure off the spine that builds up from poor posture, from accidents, from slips, from falls, from things that we've done just from stress, Right from driving, from using our, our computers, from doing these things, that tension builds up in our spine. Some of you sit up straight right now. You can feel it. See how long you can sit up straight. 
So yeah. straight as long as you possibly can and see how long before you start to, to let go. That's because your spine has tension pressure on it and uh, it needs to be adjusted. And so adjusting the spine keeps the nervous system healthy. After you start getting your spine adjusted and your body starts healing, you'll start noticing huge changes. Then these fats even become more critical because this is how your nervous system is going to keep healing. Absolutely. So number one, get adjusted. Your spine is a terrible thing to waste. The only people we're prejudiced against are the spineless in our office, and we make sure everyone's getting adjusted. And so your spine's a terrible thing to waste. Your spine's literally the motor to your nervous system. So getting adjusted, keeping your nervous system healthy is critical, consuming good fats. We hope that the the tips that we gave you this week as far as oils help you guys. If you're looking to partner with a doctor who's here to get you healthy and not just load you up on drugs, give us a call, 513-777-7575. You're listening to Align Your Health on 55KRC. Detox station.